Hi, welcome to another Fast Shot. I have um, just a very short time here before some students will be coming out of that room and other students coming in this room uh, because my husband and I teach from home uh, during the day. We have private teaching services that we offer and private tutoring as well and small classes. So anyway, I thought, you know what, this is a great time to do a Fast Shot because I am bringing in the boundaries, you hear me talk about that all the time, I'm bringing in the boundaries for myself for time. So I'm going to do this as a real fast shot. My goal with fast shots is to make them 10 minutes or less so that you can learn something very, very, very quickly. So um, I will also add a link to this that uh, episodes uh, 26, 27, and 28 of the journal, uh, 26 is the one that talks about calorie counting, calorie cycling, and uh, 27 and 28 are the two that talk about carb cycling, and they also have detailed instructions on figuring out your um, total daily energy expenditure. So I'll put a link to those at the end of this as well. So remember, a fast shot is a fast look at something that I talk about someplace else, either in a blog post or in a video or a podcast or something in more detail so that you can go learn more if you want to, or you can just get the quick uh, cliff notes right here. All right, so uh, a reader recently asked me, um, you know, I know we don't need to count calories, but should we, you know, look at what we eat? What what should we do about, about you know, this lack of counting ca counting calories? And um, so I just wanted to hop on this, on here and talk about some of this. Now, if you've listened to my podcast, my video cast, you know that I talked about in the calorie cycling and the carb cycling, I talked about how um, uh, we, you shouldn't do anything if what you're doing is working. You shouldn't add anything else to it necessarily. You should only add something to what you're doing if you need something added to it. So in that regard, if I were losing, um, you know, like my husband, he does not count each day. He doesn't count calories. He doesn't count carbs. He doesn't do anything except his fasting window. But subconsciously, he has this whole thing going where when we eat at home, he eats like really, really, really healthy and very, very low calorie and low carb without even trying. So, so even though he doesn't count anything, he does know that these, you know, he has his low days and then he has his higher days when we are partying with our family or we're going out for dinner or something. So subconsciously, that's how he handles it. Um, and he is 27 pounds from his goal. Um, I am 21 pounds from my goal and it's harder and harder and harder for me to lose with just intermittent fasting. However, there are tens of thousands of people out there who do nothing but intermittent fasting and get to their goal weight. So I don't want anybody to ever think that they can go to a certain level and then they're just going to have to go back to Weight Watchers. They're just going to have to go back to keto or low carb or whatever it might be, because that truly might not be the case for you. You might have appetite correction to such an extent and you might hear the signals and listen to them so well that you go right down to your goal weight without doing anything else but intermittent fasting. So should you count or shouldn't you count? This is the question. Should you count anything? Um, or do you even need to worry about what you need to eat to, to be the weight that you want to be? So first of all, um, I think that 
with appetite correction. Remember, appetite correction is when you have all of your hormones balanced to such a way that your body naturally tells you to stop eating. And it's a phenomenon that we experience with intermittent fasting as we balance, you know, leptin, ghrelin, uh, um, insulin, glucagon. I mean, all of those things, it's like the perfect storm that comes together and they all cause us to be able to say, okay, I've had enough and just to stop. And most, a lot of people can get all the way down to their goal weight with nothing more than that. And however, we also have to understand that appetite correction works best with real foods. It works best with whole foods. It doesn't work as well with processed foods. We don't hear the signals as well. Um, It doesn't work as well with um, liquids, liquid calories. It doesn't work as well with sugar. And it works really, really well with real foods, even if they are carbohydrates. So even if it's like potatoes or rice or sweet potatoes or couscous or something, I don't know if that's how I say that, um, it works really well with those. It can also work really well with protein because protein is so satiating. It can work well with um, fats because they, they stay in us a long time and they keep us full for a long time. So the people who af- often have to go to something else towards the end of their weight loss journey with intermittent fasting are people who are eating more processed foods than somebody who isn't. So I would say that that would be a, a, a difference between somebody who needs to add something else to intermittent fasting towards in the last 20 pounds or so and somebody who doesn't need to add anything at all, that they just completely use appetite correction. They don't need to count anything. Now, the other question uh, from the reader was, do I even, if I'm not counting calories, do I even need to worry about what I really need? And this is where I kind of differ from some intermittent fasting teachers in that I think those of us who um, were maybe on one bandwagon or another, for me, it was because I was trying to do low carb for so long and I was trying to do keto and I was eating a lot of fat and I was eating you know, a moderate protein. I was trying to eat low carb, but that really, really, I really got lost in that in terms of energy that my body needs. I really just did not even think about calories. And now that I am, you know, eating in the smaller eating window and I'm, you know, down to my last 20 pounds, I'm looking at what I'm eating and I'm saying, wow, I still need to go down lower with what I need to accommodate this new weight that I'm going to have. And I'm realizing now that I was super calorie dense when I was trying to do keto. You can be pretty calorie dense and do keto, but you can't be pretty calorie dense and try to do keto. So what that means is that you cannot try to do keto, but not really do it. And then eat so many calories and eat so many fat grams. So I realized that I was kind of lost in the whole low carb thing and only looking at carbohydrates and, um, you know, not looking at, at everything that I was eating. And I was so calorie dense. So I come from the standpoint of, I think that it would be good for us to see what we need. I think it would be great for us to realize what we really need. And I've talked about this in other videos that what we are doing at the time we get to our goal weight 
So if we get down to our goal weight and we are doing these things, this is our fasting window. These are our specials. You know, we don't have, we have X number of specials a week, you know, for parties or whatever. And we, you know, are adding uh, more, uh, you know, nutrient dense foods. You know, the, these are some of the things that I'm doing as I'm getting down closer to my goal. Whatever we're doing when we get to our goal is pretty much what we're going to need to do. Now, there are other factors that might come into play for us. We might build muscle and be able to have more calories. We might just get really good at fasting and not even need to really worry about calories very much. Um, we might reduce our specials. We might lengthen our fasting window. We might reduce our eating window, whatever it might be. But I think unless we get in our heads that whatever we are doing at the time that we get to our goal weight, that is what we really need to be doing for life. So in that way, I like to tell people that it is a good idea to get your TDE, your total daily energy expenditure. It's a good idea to realize what we need in terms of energy, in terms of calories, in terms of food intake. What do we need when we are at our goal? That is what we should be consuming. And and so I have been really working with this, some of this calorie cycling and things that I talked about for myself because I don't eat as healthfully as my husband does. And so I really need some more boundaries to help me get there. And, but I'm not going crazy. I'm not like, you know, counting every morsel of food seven days a week and, and weighing everything and all that. But yet there's a realization of, I don't need what I thought I needed. What I really need to maintain that new weight is what I need to learn to live at. So how can you get there? That's the question that you have to ask yourself. Can you get there through just appetite correction, through just uh, you know a 17, 18, 19 hour eating window, one meal a day with a snack, two mad, two meals a day? What is going to take you there? And if those things alone just your intermittent fasting protocol, fat adaption, appetite correction, balancing of your hunger hormones, if all of those things are going to take you there with no other restrictions, then by all means, don't add anything else. <laughs> because why do something, why make something more difficult than it needs to be? But if you are not getting the appetite correction that you think you should be, and again, that happens more with real foods than it doesn't. So on your party days, you're not going to realize it. I, I have I have a food that I know never signals appetite correction and is cold cereal. I could just eat cold cereal one bowl right after another. It's processed. It isn't filling. It has no protein. It has no fat. It's 100% carbs. And it does not satiate me. And I will never hear hunger hormones, satiety hormones with that food. So consequently, I like eat it once or twice a year now. I mean, I just never, it's like, it's like some kind of food that I don't add to my repertoire. So when might it benefit you? When you are getting close to your goal weight, when appetite correction is not working, when you find yourself having too many specials, when you know you're eating more than your body needs, for the goal weight that you have for yourself. And those are some times that that might help you um, at those points. So at any rate, I think all of us should see what our TDEE is, total daily energy expenditure. And I told in one of the other, couple of the other things, 
uh, if it fits your macros, I-I-F-Y-M, that's a good place because it takes into consideration your age, your goal weight, your energy expenditure, your activity level, and the, even the, the difficulty of exercising that you do as well as the um, frequency of exercising. So I think we would all benefit from just realizing this, I used to eat too much of this or too much overall, and I need to change that. And um, intermittent fasting might be the only thing you need to do to do that. And um, if you are still losing, don't do anything. Keep right on going. Keep right on heading to your goal weight. Thanks a lot for joining me. Hi there. This is Donna Reesh of Donna's Intermittent Fasting Group and DonnaReesh.com, my intermittent fasting blog. And I'm hopping on here today to bring you my very first fast shot. Those of you who have been following the blog, um, my podcast, my video cast, um, you will probably notice that those are longer videos, longer um, iTunes podcast recordings. Um, but I'm starting to intermix, or this is the first time I'm starting to intermix some shorter videos with in my longer ones. And I know that a lot of people don't have time to watch really long videos, but yet you still want to learn and you still want information. And that is one reason why the uh, weekly podcast slash video cast are at iTunes, because then you can just listen to it as you're doing other things as opposed to just watching a video. So these fast shots are going to be just quick looks at very specific things. Now today I'm going to summarize um, what episode number 26 of Donna's Intermittent Fasting podcast slash videocast is about. And so if you enjoyed learning about it here in the short fast shot, then you can go on over to episode 26 at DonnaReach.com or um, to the podcast at iTunes and hop on episode 26 to learn the, the whole kit and caboodle. So um, I am behind on all my videos because we've had our roof being worked on for 10 days. And I mean, some nights they were here until 10 o'clock at night, pounding away and not very conducive for video making. So today, I'm just going to give you the big picture of what calorie cycling looks like with intermittent fasting. Um, and first of all, I've talked about this in other podcasts, but I discovered this actually um, through a few ways. First of all, I discovered it as I watched my husband continue to lose eight pounds a month every single month for um, eight, eight or nine months without slowing down. You know, typically we think about somebody who has a lot of weight to lose. Yes, he had a hundred and... Um, 30, 100 and 130 pounds to lose when he first began, and he's like at almost at 90 or something. No, I don't think he had that much. Maybe he only had 120 because he only has about 30 pounds left. But anyway, uh, we typically say, well, you know, they lose so much because they have so much to lose. But he continued every single month to consistently lose that amount of weight. And so in observing him in my study of one, he became my study of one, I realized that he was losing weight, eating the same things that I was eating during our family events and our special nights out and things like that because of calorie cycling. That is, he was extremely low sometimes, and then he just didn't even think about it other times, which is kind of a basis for calorie cycling. I also uh, remember a time when I used to try to calorie cycle. And this is one thing that really excites me about intermittent fasting. And that is the things that we used to do, like I need to eat more fruits and vegetables. I need to eat fewer calories. I need to eat fewer carbs. I need to eat less fat, whatever it might be. 
that previously was out of our grasp. We were unable to achieve that. Now with intermittent fasting, we have the power because our bodies work for us instead of against us. So now we have the ability to actually stick with things that we formerly were not able to stick with. So that is how I discovered it. The official definition is um, a calorie cycling or calorie shifting. And um, in that, uh, some people follow a no restriction program. And that means that they are not restricting the types of foods. All they are doing is looking at the calories. And so they are usually determining their total daily energy expenditure, TDEE, and I teach about this extensively in episode 26, how to find your TDE. So they determine their TDE, that is the amount, the number of calories, the amounts of their fat grams, their numbers of their fat grams, carbohydrates, proteins. They figure all of that um, at, with some online calculator. And uh, the one that I had in the group was uh, um, if it fits your macros, I-I-F-Y-M, if it fits your macros. And with that, they plugged in, they saw how much, how many calories they need to weigh the weight that they're going to weigh. You've heard me say that before. Whatever we do to get to our weight is what we have to do to maintain it. There's not going to be some magic time when we change what we're doing and we get to go back to our old ways, right? Whatever we're doing, we're going to have to continue today to do whatever took us to that point. So, um, but with that, they are just saying, I'm having some low calorie days and I'm having some high calorie days. And they are alternating these to, for, to be able to enjoy celebrations, to be able to enjoy uh, festive events and dinners out and all of those things that busy social people have. Um, they, a lot of people in calorie cycle feel that it is better than counting calories for a number of reasons. First of all, it gives you this mental or emotional edge. That is, I'm not staying down here at, like my TDEE is 1800 because of my exercise level. Uh, it, most online calculators also will let you figure your exercise in and will have you figure that into your TDEE. So mine is 1800. So what they are saying is that I don't have to eat 1800 every day. I can have a pizza party and birthday cake and ice cream maybe taking me up to 25, 26, 2800 on that day. And I'm balancing it with low calorie days. They also say that it's better because it doesn't wreak havoc on your metabolism, like staying low all the time does with the highs and the lows. And also because your low is not like 900 or 1100 calories, but instead it's just 25% lower 15 to 25% lower than your normal TDE. So my thing is that with intermittent fasting, I am trying to eat and live on what I will need at my new weight. And that is how we get down to our new weight. And that is why intermittent fasting is one way that will take us there because we're just skimming our calories off the top all the time with our shorter eating window. But with the calorie cycling, they are saying, you know what, let's have a more um, countable, measurable way of figuring it out so that our highs do not take us over for the whole week. So that is how they are incorporating that. Why I feel that calorie cycling might work with intermittent fasting is because 
it gives you some kind of boundary besides just an eating window for those who need it. It can be really advantageous for people who are close to their goal. I'm 21, 22 pounds from my goal. I'm looking at what else can I do along with my intermittent fasting to take me down to my goal. So it's really good for people who are you know, getting closer to their goal, but they're not losing as much anymore and they want to bring in another boundary, but they don't want to restrict calories so much that it messes with their metabolism. If you remember right, intermittent fasting boosts metabolism by 12 to 14%. So if we couple that with some kind of 1100 calorie regimen, we are not going to get that benefit anymore because our calories will be too low and will mess up our metabolism. So you can actually correlate it a little bit more with your parties, your festivities, all of the reasons that we intermittent fast. And at the same time, you won't be taking your calories so low. It, again, brings in another boundary that might help you when you need another boundary, but it's not so restrictive as being low carb or being paleo or being uh, Weight Watchers or calorie counting or something like that that takes you down with so many food restrictions. Now, I talked in the uh, episode 26 about how we can do the no math, the low math method. First of all, we all have to know our TDE. So we all have to know, and I think this is good, not even if you don't want to bring in another counting boundary, I think that knowing your total daily energy expenditure is really important because you can see the effect that exercise has on your calories, especially if you're doing strength training. And most online calculators will help you determine your level of exercise and its effect. And that is really eye-opening. At first, I didn't put my exercise in, and I could only have 1,600 calories. Then I put my exercise in, which is a combination of HIIT training and strength training. I put that in, and it bumped me up 200 more calories a day. Normal cardio won't bump you up that much, but HIIT and strength training will bump you up. And so I just think it's a really good exercise for all of us to realize I don't need as much as I think I do. I think that generally speaking, we all have this, we eat way too much. And so this is just a way that we can look at it and see A, how much do we really need? And B, what is the effect of the type of exercise and the duration and the intensity? What is that effect? Um, it helps us balance those special occasions, again, in a more structured way. So if you feel like your special occasions are taking you out of weight loss, calorie cycling might help with that. So this is today's Fast Shot, a quick look at calorie cycling and daily intermittent fasting. But I encourage you to hop on over to episode 26 of the podcast slash videocast at YouTube and at DonnaReese.com to learn more about calorie cycling with daily intermittent fasting. Thanks.